0: It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Ah, made it to Wednesday. Welcome in. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. The holidays are over, which means Tony Burke is back in studio on a Wednesday. How was your December?
1: December, You weren't here. Well, John coaching. And uh, I headed to the uh, sunny the beaches beach. of The sunny, Reddington 50 beach.
0: degree beaches of Redondo. Started Range. out
1: about 45 and ended at about <laughs> 75. So Good to have you back. Uh, great, man. Great.
0: Eminem Cartage, by the way, it is Wednesday, January 4th, second show of the new year. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open 502 384 1450. If you'd like to ask Tony a question or join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Right now, don't forget, you can get a free sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit, steak and egg burrito, or bacon, egg, and cheese croissant with any fountain drink, tea, fizz freeze, or 20-ounce bottle of soda. When you become a new Refreshing Rewards member, simply download the app, register for Refreshing Rewards to earn your free breakfast on Thornton's, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. 1450. Let's go immediately to the M&M Cartage hotline. And Caller of the Year. Caller of the Year, Buzz <laughs> Frank. Oh, there's the, listen to the applause. <laughs> the audience oh, going man, is going nuts. The place amazing. is going
2: crazy. How you doing, Buzz? I, I got it. I'm doing great, John. Except all that paparazzi out in my front yard every time I go in and out of the house. <laughs> I get it. It's just insane. They, they want me to give an award out at the Estee's. <laughs>
0: Well, oh, I, oh, look,
2: goodness. I've been there. You got to turn
0: that down the first time they ask, because they'll want you more later. We'll we'll do. I, yeah. I I wanted to learn from experience. Turn that down. Turn it down. It's not worth the trip to uh, wherever they have those at. Wherever they do that, yeah, I agree. No, I, are you, I, are you I was calling, calling to gloat that. here? Are you calling to gloat and call it out or anything?
2: No, I was I was just I was just amazed because of uh, you. Know, I, I kind of. Fell off at the end of the last well, week there. I thought, man, i I, I got to get back into the swing of things and then Ed, Ed here, here you welcome Look, me today. I've got
0: it written down here. I'm looking right at it. Ed dropped, his phone dropped a call in April and he dropped one in August and then he had one in early December. So you can't do that. Oh, man. You, you know, you got to get a landline or a, a phone that is, that that's going to work. And he messed that up, and you didn't. So, therefore, I'm not saying your calls were better. That's not why you went. Well, the, Stan, the Stan well, we
1: here, Buzz, they they keep track of all that stuff. He's yeah. got a crack staff. It, it's
0: a here. it's a there's a big old whiteboard in the uh, on the other side of the glass, and Scooter and whoever's here, they are tracking all of that.
2: Oh man, it's critical. I, I, it's just this is you know like the the greatest. Are you item there? I've, are you I've there, been... Buzz? Are you? I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man! Don't don't do that. My my heart was was that, pumping already there. I, that's not good. I, no, no. I I, I did want to say I you know I I had a number of things to call about maybe yesterday, but with what happened between yeah. the Bills and the Bengals and yeah. and all that, that just kind of made me stop and think, and and uh, just felt like holding off. Yeah, the update
0: is that uh, DeMar Hamlin is still in critical condition, intensive care, Cincinnati Hospital. A family friend, and I'm always skeptical of this stuff, said that he has made progress overnight. So that's that's the good news. I have heard that he's gone from 100% re- uh, uh, reliance on the respirator to only 50%. That's good news. So hopefully everything just keeps trending in the right direction here, and we just keep praying for DeMar Hamlin
2: absolutely that's that's my plan I, I I did notice yesterday you mentioned the uh, the Ohio State kicker yeah and uh, I, yeah, I got to tell you when, when when I was in college we were playing in an intramural basketball game and it was late in the game now listen as a basketball player I was every bit the linebacker I was as a football player there you go <laughs> let's get that clear ahead of time you were the one but delivering charges
0: back. not taking charges right
2: <laughs> absolutely Okay. But I, I, I went to the line with the, I don't know a minute left, tight game, and I'm standing there at the free throw line and wasn't a bad free throw shooter, but wasn't a great free throw shooter. And I'm telling you, my knees were shaking. Now this is an intramural basketball game. Yeah, were there fifty thousand like. at
0: the Georgia Dome for that?
2: <laughs> there was a scorekeeper and, and, uh, <laughs> and an upper class referee. That was, but that you was felt it. the pressure, it, it, right? I felt, I felt the pressure, and I can only imagine what it would be like in the Georgia Dome yeah. with all those thousands of people there. So, yeah, that, that's, that's a tough one for the young man, and hopefully he'll come back and, and make some kicks later in his career so he can forget
0: that. Yeah, and, you know, there, he's not making any excuses, and I've, I've watched it a number of times. Snap was good, hold was good. The laces were in the right place. He just got a little quick on it and uh, easy to do in that situation,
1: Tony. As my son would say, you have one job. He always says
2: that. <laughs> and
1: I'm like, Wow. But you, you it, it hey, look
0: it wasn't a chip shot. It was not. Let's be fair. It wasn't no. tw- it was a twenty yarder. Uh, but it wouldn't have been good from twenty yards. So no, it's yeah. It, it, it's, yeah it's, it happens. That's Scott it, Norwood of the
1: Buffalo Bills. Some of the greatest. Right. And uh, the as Gary, greatest Gary Anderson of the Vikings had hit I don't know how many Viking in a row, fan Viking here, guy, folks. and he misses one to go to the Super Bowl against the Falcons, and he made like 40 in a row. Yep. It, just, it, it, it circumstances. seemed like he, he hadn't
2: missed one all season that year, had no, he?
1: No, he had not missed one. That's why it's called sports and not winning. That's exactly.
2: Yeah. You never Absolutely. know, man. Yeah. Thank you, Buzz. But yeah, I, I just needed to get in. and, and Oh, I and know. You're off, starting your, your, your right early –
0: this is early year <laughs> candidacy for next December's caller of the year. I get it. I know what <laughs> oh, you mean. man. It's on the board. Scooter <laughs> already got it. up and wrote it down on the board. You're good.
2: Well, cool. And also, I appreciate both of you guys and uh, hope to see you down the road. At, uh, maybe at a, uh, you know, like a seventh region tournament. Maybe a regional or,
0: basketball uh, game or something. That'd be fun. Yeah. Thank that'd you, buddy. Be good. All right, Buzz. See ya. Have Thank a good you. Way. All right, we are going to get to what happened last night. Syracuse over Louisville 70-69. to 69. Kentucky outlast LSU 74-71. to 71. We'll talk about that uh, along the way here. Some uh, coaching news, I guess. Jim Harbaugh. Apparently had a conversation with the Carolina Panthers. Will he be back in the NFL next year? Is he done with Michigan? Has he reached? Has he done everything he can do at his alma mater? Sean Payton, will he be back? The Commanders have decided to switch quarterbacks again. Uh, some NBA news: Zion Williamson going to be out for three weeks with a hamstring issue. Some uh, points are being put up in the Uh, NBA. I was thinking as you were talking. Oh, my gosh. Oklahoma City scored 150 against the Celtics last night, and Shea Gildas Alexander didn't play. A buck 50. Didn't play. SGA didn't play. Celtics given. So, what happens? Well, if you're an Oklahoma City player and SGA is not going to play, is it, all right, I get my points tonight. SGA is not, he's averaging 30, 31. He's not in the lineup, and you had five guys get over 20 going, hey, we're going to get our points tonight. Probably just went out and played and didn't. You thought, hey,
1: let's just open it up and go and played great. Giannis. Giannis I know had you were 55, Giannis.
0: 55 last night in a win with no three-pointers. It I saw him first. It is the first time since the three-point line was introduced in 1979. It's the highest point total since, without making a three-pointer. I'm talking about Giannis. Oh, okay. 55 without a three-pointer.
1: Well, John, I saw him against the Pacers in person. Yeah, you were there. And it's just freak. I mean, they can call him the Greek freak all they want, but it is freakish to watch him go down the lane
0: with that ball and stretch it out and dunk it from about five feet. And I've been to NBA games, and you've been to NBA games, Tony. It's kind of like I was talking about NASCAR yesterday with Scooter. When you watch on TV, it doesn't do the speed justice. When you watch an NBA game on TV, it's great. I love watching it. To watch it in person, these guys are unbelievable. They're unbelievably better than what you see on television.
1: Well, it's like hockey too. Yeah. Hockey in person in HL. It's the speed just totally is different. Yeah. And yeah, when you see these guys in person, and I know here in Louisville and in southern Indiana, everybody goes, Oh, I don't care about the NBA. They don't play hard. They don't do that. Well, Scooter better start caring you're about just, the NBA. You're just saying that. I mean, since NFL's that, over,
0: I'm talking NBA a lot. Yeah,
1: I mean, he's I gonna,
0: care. It's
2: just not my favorite. You're going to have Ducey, right? And that's understandable
1: there. because Indiana, Kentucky, Louisville. But when people say it's not exciting and it's not good to watch, they're just saying that because if you really watch it, these guys that you pulled for at these colleges are taking a step up against better players. So it's just it's just allegiance to me is why it gets uh, you know knocked around here.
0: By the way, did I you scooter help me out here? Have they given up on uh, playing basketball this year? Seems like it, huh? What's going on there? Well, they play they uh they day? had
2: a nice little thirteen day break. They don't they don't play <laughs> they again play until at, tomorrow. At
0: Iowa tomorrow, night. I guess they're getting their schoolwork in, in Oh, that gear, game's huh? at Iowa? Yes. Crap,
2: I thought it was at home this whole well, time.
0: Well, Iowa's gonna be missing their third leading scorer, Patrick McCaffrey, That's true. who is uh leading the team absence. for mental issues. He says he's got a little anxiety. He hasn't played well in the last the last two, they've lost to Nebraska and another not good team in the Big Ten. Can't remember who it is.
2: Eastern Illinois, maybe. It
0: wasn't. No, you're not. <laughs> oh, that, they
2: lost to Penn State.
0: You're not. Penn State, but
2: they did lose to Eastern Illinois,
0: and they lost to Nebraska, and uh, so Patrick McCaffrey averaging twelve a game won't be there. That's a you know that's uh, hopefully he gets uh, where he needs to be mentally, but uh, that's a break for the Hoosiers to get Iowa without Patrick McCaffrey. And Fran McCaffrey needs help sometimes. Yeah, he, he Fran he McCaffrey needs, off, needs man, a lot of help.
1: When he goes off, he totally loses it. It's funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, Scooter. I agree.
0: <laughs> Who was the last team Indiana played? Was it Arizona? Kansas? No, I don't even remember.
2: No, I think we played a smaller school we? after that. Dude, yeah, I'm part of the don't Wii. Don't pull the out.
0: Don't pull we out. I'm an
2: alone. Stuff. I'm a Wii. I never
1: pulled the Wii out. I haven't seen him play point guard yet, but he must be good. Uh, No, Kennesaw
0: State was the last yeah, there you go. game they played. You should have known that. Yeah, you, I, got, you got you. Got some hat. Kennesaw State I gear. I got gear. The Owls. All right, Louisville loses uh, their 13th game in 15 tries this season, 70-69. to I was there last night. Syracuse survives. Look, Syracuse has two, maybe three really good players. Louisville's got one. Uh, There's a difference in the game. Free throws and turnovers killed Louisville. Again, the cards were 4 of 10 from the line. They were 2 of 8 until L. Ellis made 2 late in the game. In a spot where I thought, Tony, he might try to miss the second one on purpose. There was 8.2 seconds left. Uh, The cards were down three. He makes the first one. I thought, do you miss the second one on purpose here? And he made it. Uh, Kenny had trouble coaching late in that game. There were some time management issues on calling timeouts. Uh, Fouling late in the game. Uh, They didn't foul right away when they probably should have. A lot going on here. But free throws, 25 turnovers. Uh, or twenty-one turnovers, twenty-five points off of those turnovers for Syracuse, which is more than a third of their points. It's uh, it's the same thing over and over again with turnovers with Louisville.
1: Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. I think unforced four, errors. Fourteen. I'm in the first half. I Something believe. like that. And actually, I thought Syracuse fouled too early. I have been in games when you foul early because when, Ellis. when Ellis makes both foul shots, but there were still like eight seconds. 8.2. There? So if you foul quick. You know, there's still probably six seconds on and the clock. They ended up not having a foul. I know, and Syracuse fell down. I mean, it, it was an exciting end of the game when Syracuse falls down. Ellis gets it, gets tipped away, and he falls down. I mean, it's just kind of par for the course. But I really thought Syracuse fouled too early because if Louisville could have fouled quickly and they went down and shot and maybe missed one, Louisville would have had six seconds. But it all worked out the way
0: Louisville. Uh, Jim Bayhouse said it worked out pretty good. <laughs> But at a snake bit, man. Judah Mintz bit. had the ball in the front court for and, – oh. and, and Boeheim brought up a good point. All he had to do was stop and hold the ball. There was there was, there was nobody near him. four seconds left. And where the were the Louisville players? players? That's a great question. Nobody near him, and he just falls down. The ball comes out. Yeah, he makes a Louisville cut across half had a court. a shot, to, a chance to get a shot at the end of the game. Jesse Edwards, the big guy, I give him credit. He got a hand on the ball, knocked it loose, and it uh, – clock ran out on the cards there, but fourth one point loss. They lost to Bellarmine by one, App State by one, Wright State by one, and now they lose to Syracuse by one. That's the most ever in the Louisville history in a season, and we're only on Jan- January third here. Well, John, you were there yep. when the game ended. What was what was the mood? I mean, were people yelling? The crowd or were people was great. Just sitting there, the crowd was great last night. Was small, but it was boisterous throughout the game. Louisville had a 13-0 run. In the first half, Tony, early uh, to take a nine-point lead, that place was bonkers. It was great. It sounded like there were 20,000 people in there. There were not, but it sounded like it was. And the energy throughout the game kept stayed that way. But there was a feeling of, when's it going to happen? When's the lull going to happen for Louisville and Syracuse just going to pull away? And it never did happen. And at the end, it wasn't. I mean, I had one moron fan yelling at Kenny Payne from the stands, like he could hear him. But for the most part, it was like, oh gosh, just disappointment uh, again, just disappointment. Yeah. Just man, we had a, a chance, and when we have a chance, we—that's uh, what this fan was saying. When we have a chance, we haven't been able to make it happen. I mean, they could—they could have they could have won all of those one-point games. Help! They thought they did win one of them, and the shot came after the horn. Yeah, it just it just rolls, doesn't it? Joe Girard, 28 points and seven rebounds for Syracuse. He's six feet one. He's the best player on the floor. Best player on the floor, but seven rebounds? How does Louisville, with their length, allow Joe Girard to get seven rebounds? He hit two threes, Tony, and two free throws in the last minute and a half. It was just like, okay, if we're going to win, I'm going to have to do this. Judah Mintz is really good, but he's a freshman. Uh, Edwards is, he looks like he's seven feet four out there sometimes, but he's not a ball handler. Gerard just took over this game at the end. LL is 20 points, nine assists. He turned down some open shots last night and I think it was intentional. Louisville actually, for a team that had 21 turnovers, in my opinion, they moved the ball against the Syracuse zone very well. Ball fakes, quick passes, uh, they got some, uh, shots in the lane, couldn't finish. Sidney Curry can't finish at the rim. He apparently can't. J- forgot how to jump, doesn't know how to jump anymore, got some shots blocked. If it's not a hook shot, he's not making it. Uh, Withers had a, 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 about a two-minute stretch where he was great, but he was ineffective the rest of the game. Uh, we didn't see much of Roosevelt Wheeler inside. Mike James had his best game as a Cardinal. He had 19 points um Huntley Hatfield again six points eight rebounds he was a All-America candidate at Tennessee Tony he's got to be better. four
1: shots John he was three for four from the field
0: had a little foul trouble in the first half but but yeah um you know and I give Ellis credit he tried to get guys involved had nine assists probably should should have had about 12 or 13 because of missed shots ah <sighs> card shoot 40 point uh 42.9 percent Syracuse 40.7 so uh I don't know if it was defense or bad shots by Syracuse, but uh, Cards hit 11 three-pointers last night.
1: Yeah, Syracuse, heck, both teams. Syracuse was 7 for 16 for 44%. Louisville was 11 for 27.
0: So yeah. the three-point shooting was good, but the two-point shooting was not good. Well, free throws. Syracuse yeah. 19 of 25, Louisville 4 of 10. There you go. You only got 10. And look, Syracuse employs that zone, and if you look at teams, they don't shoot a lot of free throws against Syracuse because Syracuse doesn't foul you in that zone. Right, and Curry was it's hard to one get to for the six from the foul line. Yeah,
1: it killed him. That means they didn't shoot a lot of foul shots. Besides, for Early in the game, Curry took those shots.
0: Mayhem, I watched the press conference afterward. I was at the press conference afterward. He was upset about his team's rebounding, and when I look at the numbers, I can understand it, 38-33 in favor of Louisville last night. Um. They should have won that game. I mean it's it's really that simple. You you had so many unforced turnovers and missed free throws. You know, one less turnover or two more made free throws you win well, you win the basketball game. If you shoot 60% from the line you win the basketball game. Well, here's something I think Louisville can hang their hat on. They
1: had 17 assists on 27 baskets, and that they haven't been like that. And I think you made the point of Ellis trying to distribute the ball. They made one more pass.
0: Each I, I time. think they've realized uh, whether it's Kenny Payne or the coaching staff or even L. Ellis himself, he can't. They're not going to win when he scores 30 points. Yeah, because, because nobody else is doing anything. He's got to get these guys involved, and he it was it was a concerted effort last night.
1: Well, if Mike James can do that, a yep. little bit of consistency. I think they're getting better. I, I think they
0: are, too. I think I they're getting you know, much better. I thought many,
1: against Kentucky, John, they got
0: much better. How many games can they win? Not many. Not many in that league, but uh, they'll have a shot again Saturday, Wake Forest, 3 o'clock in the Yum Center. The Demon Deacons are 10-4. and 4. They had a buzzer beater early in the year at home to beat App State, so uh, I'm not sure about the Wake Forest schedule, but uh, – We'll talk about the uh, more ACC action. Uh, Pitt with another upset last night. My system continues to work. As Scooter shakes his head, yes. Uh, and of course, I continue to not bet it, which is why it continues Same. to work. Same. Same. Which is why it continues to work. We'll talk about Kentucky's win over LSU and other stuff in the sporting world as well. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big no. I heard it, I heard it, I heard it on the X. Welcome back to Spears on Sports <sighs> Presented by M. M&M Cartridge John Spears, Tony Burke in studio with Scooter Dingus Just talking about my gambling woes from last night <sighs> NBA Two for three, had over in the Utah-Sacramento game. Utah hits a, Larry Markkinen hits a bucket to tie it, send it overtime. Going to be a guaranteed win on the over, and they count it. Look at the monitor, wave it off. Kids, that's why you do that not. That's why involved. you. do, That's called a bad beat. Worst beat of the weekend, Tony was the uh, Illinois-Mississippi State.
1: Yeah, we were a little party, a little wager. And when they started lad drawing the ball, oh, I'm like, stop lad drawing it. That means I had Illinois.
0: Eminem Carnage <laughs> M&M Hotline is open, 502 384 1450. give me your bad beat if you want to call, and and I'll commiserate with you because I've had plenty of them. 502 384 1450. Thornton's text line is 502 414 1450. Get your text into that show. Texture says, hey, John, I saw your system. Went two and one last night. Tonight, big test. Five unranked underdogs playing at home against ranked teams. Three and two are better tonight, and I feel like you may be sitting on some magic. Well, I'm not. Let me just. I, I don't never
1: wa- sits on magic.
0: I don't want to be the the <laughs> uh, the uh, reason that you have a gambling problem. So we're not going to start. Th- we're going <laughs> to say that right out out of the gate. Last night was really only one and one because I forgot to mention yesterday, and I have mentioned this earlier uh, on a, on other shows. It only applies to the Power Six conferences, and I include the Big East in that. It only applies to Power Six. So Fresno's win over New Mexico, while it would have been part of the system, doesn't count because it was a uh, not a Power Six game. By the way, congratulations, Indiana 1976. No more undefeated teams. New Mexico goes down for the first time. So, Bob Knight and those Hoosiers can celebrate. Do they do the same thing the Miami Dolphins do? Do they pull out the champagne when everybody loses?
1: I'm not sure. Who's the coach out at New Mexico? I would. Who's the coach out at New
0: Mexico? Ricky Jr. Ricky Patino. Little Ricky, who beat his dad earlier in the year. Yep. Uh, 71-67. Fresno State improves to, wait for it, 6-8 and eight with that win over undefeated New Mexico. The winner last Conference night. Conference games, John. The win- Conference games on the road. I'm telling you, the winner last night was Pitt. They did it for the second time in a row. They beat 25th ranked NC State, or uh, North Carolina, excuse me, on uh, this weekend, and now they beat 11th ranked Virginia 68-65. They were just getting a couple of points there. The loser last night, oh, it's tough to take here, Tony. Kansas has a one-point lead over Texas Tech, given two and a half. Texas Tech Down there, going for a last shot. They drive into the lane. There's contact. The guy drops the ball. Kansas throws to the head for a dunk to pretty much end it. 75-72. They cover by half a point. That was the loser last night. And again, that's why you don't bet. Exactly. Kansas State, Texas last night, not part of the system. NBA. Because it was uh, at Texas, but the— Kansas State Wildcats are 13-1 and one now, Tony. They rolled the Longhorns 116-103. to 103. A lot of D going on in that game. Paul Westhead, I mentioned yesterday, that was the name I was trying to think of, the coach. That seems like a Paul Westhead game. We're going to let you score because we get the ball back. Texas was ranked sixth in the country going into that game. Not good. More possessions, more shots you get, the more chance you have to score. Alabama beat Ole Miss 84-62. They're 12-2. They're ranked seventh. Um, how good is Alabama? I've watched them. Miller is and a And
2: they talent. win it all. No,
1: because they stand around too much. I've watched them play. They're they're not the old Alabama where they just. Jimmy disagrees with you on the game last I've time. watched them a couple times. They are very, very talented, but it's. They stand a lot, and they try to go one-on-one. And in my opinion, you're not going to win unless you have the best player in the country. And the Miller kid's really good, but it, he, he he's lazy. I'm just being honest. I've watched him play, and I just don't think – Alabama's good. Yeah. But they can't they Nate can
0: coach. They can't win at all. Uh, Tennessee, Wallop, Mississippi State only the third loss for the bulldogs 87-53 tennessee i was following along there they're 12 and 2 they scored the first 16 points of the game took them to the woodshed ouch didn't they? uh can tennessee win at
1: all anybody can because nobody's that good okay. and, I, and i should not say that so about you're alabama so
0: kansas you're saying kansas houston Anybody gets on a roll, right? they're really good, but nobody's unbeatable in a six-game tournament. No, they're, they're,
1: there's nobody. I mean, you know, what was North Carolina number one to start the season? They can't beat anybody. Gonzaga lost some games. I still think Gonzaga's really good. Yeah. And I think at the end of the year they'll be really good. But
2: yeah, you, you just got to get
1: hot
0: late. The problem with Gonzaga, and it's the same problem every year, they'll play everybody in November, December. Mm-hmm. And then you forget about them January and February because they're playing Pepperdine and you see Santa Barbara and St. Mary's and and you go okay, looks like Gonzaga won 102 to 60, 69 again. And do they get any better? That that's the issue. Do you get do you get into bad habits when you play bad teams over and over and over again?
1: Well, it's, it, it always Gonzaga should be in the Pac-12.
0: Let's
1: be honest. Right, but John, how many teams have been number one this year?
0: Uh, Houston, Kansas, Gonzaga. North Carolina at the beginning of the year, Gonzaga, Purdue. Purdue. I mean, it's uh, just a probably, probably be Kansas again this week. It, it just, up.
1: it just keeps, it's a revolving door. Do you think Purdue's good enough to win the whole thing?
0: I do. I do think Purdue's good enough. The problem I have with their guard play is they're too young to win it all. Um, but they're very talented and Zach Eady, Edie, Zach Eady's just the guy that nobody else has. He's a seven foot three guy who has good footwork and good ball handling skills and if he gets it down low you you know you it's almost impossible to stop him right. and he can play defense at the other end
1: what do you think and they got a great coach do you think Duke will be good at the end of the year with their young guys
0: I'm not sold on John Shire that would be my issue too. I'm not sold on the coaching at Duke now there's only one one it's hard to replace John Wooden it's hard to replace uh, Adolph Rupp. It was hard to replace Denny Crum, although well, Rick Patino did about as good a job as you could do. It's hard to replace Mike Shishovsky. You're not Mike Shishovsky, and every time you lose, Duke fans go, Never "Well, he's yet. not Coach K." Right. So I- I'm gonna give you a they team. They got I- a lot of talent, obviously, right. but I don't know. I'm gonna give you a team I like: Houston Cougars, Arizona, because the texter just texted me. Can Can Houston win it all? I feel like this is Kelvin's year. In the Final Four, by the way, in Houston. But I, I, I
1: like Arizona. I really do. I've watched them. Uh, and, bet Houston, Kerr, everybody. What's his
0: name? Kerr, K- Kilea, or whatever. Yeah, he can play. Good.
1: They, they, got, a lot of they got a lot of size. They got a lot of talent.
0: Yeah. Talented size.
1: But everybody we've talked about, do, yeah. would you
0: bet? I mean, would you take them over everybody else? No. I was going to bet Alabama until you just told me they can't do it. <laughs> well, that's the best reason to take I mean, Let's them. be honest. That's what I, I thought. I love Alabama. Here's what I like about Alabama. Nobody plays that style of play. And nobody knows how to defend that style of play unless you're in the SEC. And once you get out of the SEC and you get into a six-team tournament, you're playing teams that have two days to scout you. It's tough to defend.
1: But they don't shoot
0: as many threes
1: as they they don't. They used to.
0: And I think it was like we don't have enough talent, so we have to shoot threes. Now we've got enough talent, we don't have to shoot them every single time. Yeah, we'll find out how they how Kentucky fares against them coming up. Speaking of the Cats. Good segue. They improved to 10 and 4 with a 74, hard fought 74 71 win over LSU. I guess the question I would ask here is LSU's 12 and 2. They just beat Arkansas. How good of a win is this? Is LSU better than we think? Matt McMahon, first year coach, former Murray State guy, doing a great job, brought in a bunch of talent here. Are they better than we think? Well, according to Jimmy Dykes early in the game, they are. But I, you know what
1: I like about them? is that when Hannibal comes in the game, oh, a he, he's a beast. And the big boy, Williams, can shoot the three. Those two things right there are hard for teams to guard. And Kentucky had a little issue with they it last did. night. But we'll see as the season goes along. Miller's on a good three-point Ellis, shooter. Yep. Oh, he's, I mean, he's a great
0: shooter. uh they shot threes well last night. I don't know what the final number was, but uh, Miller had 15. He was second-leading scorer. K.J. Williams, 23, as you mentioned. A big-body, tall guy that can actually step out and hit the jumper. Those were, are uh, those are hard to defend. They were 11 for 25 from three. From That's 34%. not bad. That's not bad. Um, Cal went to a seven-man rotation last night. The only two guys that got in off the bench were Antonio Reeves, Damian Collins. Keep in mind, C.J. Frederick and Lance Ware are injured. Uh, That's why they didn't play, but nobody else got off the bench last night. Cal said he was going to do this. He did. Uh, How do you think they reacted?
1: Well, I I think they reacted well. I think in this day and age in college basketball, if you don't get in foul trouble, you don't have to sit guys long if they're playing well. Kentucky's minutes were topping 31, Livingston 29. Sheboy and Wallace were 40, and Wheeler was 37. There's so many timeouts and how long the timeouts are. If you're not in foul trouble and you can substitute a guy before a TV timeout, you can get him. You can get him three minutes sitting on the bench if you take him out on a. You know when there's 30 seconds left before it goes under 16 or 12 or whatever. So I don't think you need those long benches. You do certain nights. And when the tournament, those long benches
0: don't matter. In oh, three and a half minute timeout. Unbelievable amount of timeouts. Crazy, uh, Oscar, or excuse me, Jacob Toppin, twenty-one last night is uh, it's two games in a row now. Tony, should Kentucky fan be excited? I think so because
1: I thought the whole time that you know I know he's playing Lance Ware because he plays hard and Toppin's heads out there. But for Kentucky to be a team that has something at the end of the year, that four spots got to do something. And Toppin right now is playing for a lot of confidence, and I like what Jimmy Dyke said too. When they put him at the foul line. You know, you got Oscar down on the block. No matter what you're running, you got a high-low. But when you have those other guys in the game, you've are you're, you're, you're you got some guys that aren't threats out there. So you at least have to come out on Toppin a little bit, and that, that frees up Sheboy some. And Oscar only had, what, nine, uh, only 19, 19 and 16, and 16. <laughs>
0: last night. And nobody about, even talked about it. Another off night for Oscar Shibway. Um, Here's the thing. I, I watch Kentucky, and I go, okay, every time Toppin goes in for a jumper in the lane, it's going in. Every time Wallace shoots, I think it's going in. Now, I know that's crazy. Every time Wheeler shoots, I think it ain't going in. Wheeler had, uh, and and look, severe Wheeler last night had 11 points, 9 assists. I thought he played pretty well. 3
1: Te- for 5, John, from the 3-point He banked one in, Tony. Well, they they
0: deserved that one because I know. Williams banked I know. one I know. in or the other. I know, it all evens out. I get that. <laughs> but he still banked one in. He Texture did. said there are times when Wallace looks like Looks a little unsure as a primary ball handler. Had that bad turnover up top. Need to figure that out. Look, I'm, I'm going to live and die if I'm Kentucky with Cason Wallace because he is unbelievable on the defensive end. He can shoot it. He can drive the basketball. Some uh, the late drive where he got just a just a bit of a screen from Toppin and went down the left lane, laid it in. That was huge last night.
1: Yeah, he he even took on a little contact, used his shoulder. Enjoy to his him. Strong. He's
0: not going to be here past past March. No, he's April.
1: not. And if you really look at Kentucky, they. I know they moved better on offense last night, but they always end up with somebody standing on the K with like 12 or 10 seconds, and then they got to go. And they got bailed out last night because Toppin hit that three. And yeah. Wallace got to the basket with two seconds. They lose a the game. Yeah. I mean, they have – to. And, and if you watch LSU at the other end, they're running stuff, but they're not getting down. Every once in a while they get down to the shot clock. And nobody else – I watched other games last night. Nobody gets down there, and I don't know what – I don't know why Bobby the
0: is. first 15, 18 seconds of the shot clock, you got to run that weave out top, handoff. Floppy. Handoffs out top. <laughs> Uh, well, it's the grind. You gotta, you gotta run the grind offense. We can't. Hey, hold up. Let's let's set a play here. What's the same play every time?
1: Can't you can't you take Wallace and Shebel and put him in a screen row to start off and play Frustrated. off of that? I, I, I don't know what Cal what his thought process is coaching offense.
0: Kentucky has not beaten a ranked team yet this season. They'll get a chance Saturday. They go to Tuscaloosa to take on the seventh ranked Alabama Crimson Tide, one o'clock on ESPN give me a uh, a feeling here Tony will they okay let me just ask you this will they play well against the top 25 team that's what I'm looking for well I they haven't I mean you can so, lose this game and it'd still be a positive right and it's
1: gonna be what it always is on the road it's gonna be crazy and yep. uh they're gonna see where they're at you, are they improving you think they are but until they get somebody like Alabama you have to find out what do you think Alabama would be about a seven point favorite
0: I would say at least. I would say, yeah, yeah. Kentucky's not – the respect Kentucky gets from Vegas won't – I mean, they were a 10-point favorite last night. I didn't understand it, but I thought, LSU's 12-1. and one. Why are they a 10-point favorite? LSU just beat Arkansas. LSU does have talent. They've shown they can win games. Kentucky hasn't played well against good teams most of the season so far. I was shocked at that spread, and I'd be – you know, I'd be – Kind of surprised if it was more than seven because Vegas still believes in Kentucky, I think.
1: Right, and the talents there. You know, you you don't always know what you're going to get from Alabama in a big game like that. But if you were betting against Kentucky and Louisville, you'd be doing pretty well with you're the doing points. you all right.
0: Now, Louisville covered last night. I don't know. They're, they're going to cover some. They're going to cover some. But Just bet the money line. Be a little more expensive, but that's okay. Um. Texer says, uh, I live in Tucson. Arizona has little depth. Starting five is strong. Bench is weak. They were better last year, and Houston beat them up. How do you yeah. respond to that? No, that's
1: a good point. I just like what I've seen when I saw them play Indiana. I saw a couple other yeah. times. I think they're, nobody has that much depth. I mean, you're looking at Kentucky. They went to seven guys the other night. We, I think sometimes teams go too deep on their bench, and it actually hurts them. So, I mean, it's all up for grabs. I mean, you can you can take anybody. We, we just went through five, six teams. And yeah, maybe they can win it, but there's also other teams out there that, you know, can show up, and we'll uh, see. You know, Creighton hadn't been real good till the other night, and I like Creighton's team. If you've watched Creighton, they're very but talented. U- we haven't even
0: talked about UConn.
1: No, UConn's been real good. Tonight they're going to get a test
0: against Providence at the Donut Factory or whatever they call that. Yeah, class. we'll <laughs> – the <laughs> Duncan Center. I love it. We'll uh, come back, talk about the system and how will it fare tonight. There are four games involved in the system tonight. We'll talk about those, a little NFL news, a little NBA news as well. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big app I heard it, I,
1: heard it, I heard it, on the air.
0: Welcome back to Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio on this Wednesday. Final segment of the day coming up. M&M Cartage hotline is open, 384-1450, 502-384-1450. If you want to be considered for caller of the year, uh, you, might want, you might want to Come call on. in the first week of the uh, of the year, right? Yeah. I mean, or you, can't be, you, you can't be considered caller of the year unless you call. You got to get out quick. It's like those golfers. You got to get your FedEx points. Mr. Obvious here. You got to call if you want to be caller of the year. Thornton's text lines open as well. You can get your text into the show. Don't text while you're driving, but you can text me at 502 414 1450 with your opinions. If it's not laced with obscenities, I'll read say, it over the air.
1: You don't have to text. Just curse
0: like you normally do at the radio. TCU and Michigan, uh, Michigan, TCU and Georgia. <laughs> Monday night, Tony's not going to be here until next week, Wednesday probably, so let's get his opinion. TCU is a 13-point underdog. They are probably not going to have their starting running back. But Max Duggan is Max Duggan. Tony, I believe in the magic. What about you? Hacksaw
1: Jack (laughs) Duggan.
0: Hacksaw Max Duggan.
1: There you go. Uh, You you know, John, I'm a believer too. I I was not during the year kind of like you were. We were kind of both kind of pushing TCU aside. But what I've seen out of them – I like. They're going to score points. I know Georgia's got the great defense, but people are scoring on Georgia. They are. And TCU, if they keep up like
0: they did against Michigan the other day, the points, i got to take the points. Well, they came out and punched Michigan right in the jaw, and Michigan just didn't respond the whole game. I don't know if Georgia lets you do that. Ohio State put 41 up on the dogs, though, the other night. C.J. Stroud was great. Max Dugan, pretty darn good, too. Heisman yeah. finalist here.
1: Yeah, he, he's been very impressive. And I, I just think it's too many points to not take.
0: Over under 62. Over. If you like TCU, I mean, look you got to go Look at the, look at the over. semifinal games. Yeah. Way over. Way both. over. Those great games, too.
1: Wow, great games.
0: Uh, NBA News, I mentioned this a little earlier. Zion Williamson is going to be out up to three weeks with a hamstring issue. We talk about this all the time. Now, he has trimmed down and he has been great this year for New Orleans who i think if i'm if i'm not mistaken and i'm going to look now because i'm usually Probably mistaken uh, i think they're the number 1 seed right now in the western conference no they're third but i was close they're only a game out of the first spot uh grizzlies have been i mean they've been really good they're 23 and 13 i'm sorry the pelicans 23 and 14 They've been really good, but Zion is a huge piece of that, and we talk about this all the time. At his size, the wear and tear that he puts on his hips and legs when he, because he jumps out of the gym, Tony, when he lands, it's explosion. It's tough, man. He explodes. That was the problem with the foot. That was the problem with the knee. Could that be the problem with the hamstring? Is he going to be Anthony Davis? Oh, I hope not, because I like Zion, I, and I'm not a Duke guy in any stretch of the imagination, but, man, I like watching this dude play. Yeah, it's, it's different, isn't it? It is, it's it is something you haven't seen sometimes uh, going up and down the floor. Uh, I hope he's not another Anthony Davis. By the way, when is AD going to be back? Do we have any idea? Always hurt. Always hurt. Talented, great player, never on the court. Lakers uh, currently 13th in the 15-team Western Conference. Yikes. I got nothing. Sorry, Todd, father. (laughs) By the way, in that Sacramento-Utah game, De'Aaron Fox, 37 last night. He made the running floater with four-tenths of a second left. He is, uh, you know, everybody talks about Cal's guys in the NBA, and they they start with Anthony Davis and Devin Booker. But Shea Gilgis-Alexander, De'Aaron Fox.
1: Carl Anthony Towns. Been
0: incredible. You know, John, we, we had this conversation
1: in a group, and you can do it for another day. But we were getting a, a Kentucky starting lineup in the NBA, and Oof. it it's deep. Well, and Fox that, is it, your
0: point guard, and, and Booker's your shooter. That's yeah, where you stand out. Booker's it, out right now.
1: You got Murray you forgot about. i uh, mean, I got to bring him off the bench. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good players, and we haven't even named them all. But that kind of makes you wonder, going back to the Cal thing, yep. you know,
0: these guys are all great. Yeah, you won a national championship. That was eleven years ago. 2015. It just is a killer for Cal. Yeah, because they're undefeated. If they beat Wisconsin and win the title, we Doesn't are not matter what you. We're do. not even talking about this no, right now. ever because two titles, you you are immune to all of this. One title back in 2012. So we're talking eleven years ago now, and people are like, eh, "Yeah,
2: you well,
0: can, you can send these guys to go to pro and make billions of dollars, but." Kentucky fan wants a title. And they had all those Final
1: Fours, Final Eights, Final Fours, and now everybody's like, where did that go, Cal? Lifetime contract. You know, I don't think he's any different than he Nobody was Nobody should ever
0: get a lifetime contract. Never. Period. Period. Nobody in any sport at any level should ever get a lifetime contract. You're right. <sighs> where were we? College hoops tonight. Some great <laughs> games tonight. And the system, I know you're waiting on it, there are four games that fit the system tonight. We'll start with the uh, number four ranked Connecticut Huskies on the road at Providence to take on the twelve and three Friars. UConn is a five point favorite. Eight thirty tonight on FS. Our boy Ed Cooley. We love Ed Cooley. Ed Cooley. He's cooler than the other side of the pillow. He it's is, just man. The late Stuart it. Scott would say. And Providence got a former UK guy that's. Been pretty good.
1: You know, they talked about how good Bryce Hopkins was going to be last year. And then just in this day and age, guys leave. Hopkins is averaging 15.7, 9.5 rebounds, 2.4 assists. He's shooting 49% from the field for the Friars. And Kentucky could have used him. Why did he leave? Because we got
0: Jacob Toppin and we're bringing in Chris Livingston. I looked up his minutes, John.
1: I looked up his minutes. Last year, he played six and a half minutes a game and averaged two points. And in this day and age, Yep. Yeah. Guys, I'm gone. You didn't play me enough. I'm going to go somewhere his else.
0: numbers again this year? This year,
1: 15.7 points, 9.5 rebounds, wow. 2.4 assists, shooting 49% from the field.
0: He's almost averaging a double-double for uh, the Friars. Yep. Uh, so, Providence is the bet, according to the system tonight, plus the five at home against a ranked opponent. Seven o'clock. Uh, no TV locally for this one, but Miami at Georgia Tech. The Canes are thirteen and one under Jim Laranega. I don't know how good they are. I did. I was there when they beat Louisville. Miami's a six and a half point favorite in Atlanta against the seven and six Yellow Jackets. Miami's good, but Miami. I'm going to go what you always say. System. System in conference. In conference games. The games are always close. Home dogs are – you don't find them very often. You do not. You do not. Six and a half is a large number. Duke, 7 o'clock on the ACC Network in Raleigh to take on North Carolina State. The Blue Devils 11-3, and ranked 16th in the country. The Wolfpack is 11-4. and Duke is a five-point favorite here. And NC State does not like Duke. Yeah, this is a rivalry game.
1: Yeah, they're all right there on tobacco row and uh, NC State – What'd you think? You saw him in person? Plus the five. I don't think I've
0: seen NC State in person.
1: Was that at NC State when they played? Yes. yes. Okay, my bad. Uh,
0: I, th- I think you you take the points in all these games. I agree with you. The system. One other, and it's an early one, six thirty. Auburn at Georgia, the twenty second ranked War Eagles against the Bulldogs. Auburn's eleven and two. I know the schedule is the schedule. Georgia's ten and three. Georgia getting seven and a half on the SEC network. (laughs) Auburn should kill Georgia. They should, but Georgia has – they have played decent. But Kansas should have killed Texas Tech last night. And and you can make an argument that Pitt should have got run after winning uh, – maybe having a letdown after beating North Carolina and Virginia couldn't beat them. So there you go. Providence – There's one more. No, no. Oklahoma – Oklahoma and Iowa State. Uh, you According are Oklahoma's favorite. Oh, Oklahoma's right. three point right. favorite. So that, that's doesn't count. Yeah, it should, but why is does. Oklahoma three point favorite over a ranked team? Uh, you better bet Oklahoma in a conference. Yeah, better game. bet
1: Oklahoma. My bad. Uh,
0: there is one non power six game. First time in history, they've been in the top 25. That itself, Tony, is a reason to bet against them. First time ever. In the top 25, going on the road, College of Charleston, ranked 23rd, is at North Carolina A&T, who's 6-9. and nine. Charleston is a 12-point favorite. I don't know anything about either team. I don't either. I couldn't tell you the nicknames Bobby of Crimins, either team. Bobby Cremens is not at the College of Charleston okay. any longer. That's one's checked. Uh, but they're 14-1, and one and they're in the top 25. It does not fit the criteria for the system because it's not a Power 6 game, but it is a conference Opponent at home, getting points from a ranked team, so I'm not counting it in the system. Just like I didn't count Fresno State's win last night, although the the texture pointed out, hey, uh, that's another one that did come through. Um, so Providence plus five, Georgia Tech plus six and a half, NC State plus five, and Auburn pl- or Georgia plus seven and a half. There you go. There you go. Free Winner- money winners. Free money. Scooter, you going to play today?
2: I think I am gonna to play
0: today. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't play yesterday. I didn't, but I,
2: I think I'm in today.
1: Oh boy, you know, you don't like coming in the back door there at the that's day
2: true.
0: after. That's that's gonna be trouble. Jim Harbaugh, the head coach of Michigan next year? No. NFL? Yes. Uh the Colts are a possibility here. Here's the problem you gotta have a quarterback. And the Colts, I'm not they don't have a quarterback. He'd be the perfect. Carolina's pick there, got Matt Corral, who's on injured reserve. He got hurt. So mm-hmm. they got a quarterback, but is he the quarterback? Uh, uh, you know, Den- Denver, yeah, Russell Wilson. That hasn't been great this year. Here's my question about that, John. Because Sean Payton's going to want a job too, by the way. Right. With Harbaugh. Is it,
1: in my opinion, more, you don't have to recruit in the NFL. Absolutely. And you don't have to do all that going to the homes at the NIL now. It's easier all in the that NFL stuff. now. Yes, it is. And the other side of it is he's 0-6 in his last bowl games, and yeah. two of them have been in the semifinals. semifinals.
0: Uh, I don't think Michigan, it's Michigan. So it's hard to say Michigan's ceiling is Final Four. It's hard to say that. Because it's Michigan. Yeah. Obviously, they can win a national championship. They're Michigan. Yep. But it's so much easier to coach in the NFL now. You don't have to deal with recruiting, NIL deals, any uh, transfer portal, all of that stuff. It's much easier to coach in the NFL. Thanks to Tony. Thanks to Scooter. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cardage on the Big X.